Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91. Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcast, at B-L-E-A-V Podcast. All right, welcome, Browns backers. We're here to talk about Week 16, Week 17, and kind of the end of the Browns season as they face the number one draft pick guaranteed Cincinnati Bengals but first Tony how was your Christmas we know our Christmas wishes did not come true because uh Freddie Kitchens is still employed and well generally that's not a good Christmas wish uh maybe that was the one for this year so how was your Christmas well you know first of all for full disclosure I don't blame Freddie Kitchens I blame the people who hired him um so the firings for me should start a lot higher but um that being said, uh, Christmas was great, outstanding. Uh, lots of uh, it's great time with family. We got to watch some great, watch a little bit of college football, and uh, getting excited for uh, college football this weekend. And uh, 
just overall good times. You know, I, I refused to let the uh, the Browns drag me down, so uh, things were good. How about you? You know, my Christmas was good. I'm down here in Florida, so it's a little warmer than it is in Cleveland, so I can't really argue um, that piece of the puzzle. You know, and uh, the Browns, I'm, I'm not too worried. They're out of the playoffs now officially, so we don't have to worry and sweat and try to think about different scenarios for them to sneak back into our good graces with a playoff season. It's just same old, same old. Um, I'm kind of glad this decade's ending, right, as it's ending, as as all Browns fan knows, without a winning season. So we'll look at the Ravens game. First half, other than, what, the last five minutes, not horrible. What would you think, Tony? I, well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I thought the defense, I was surprised at how well the defense played. They they um, they contained, you, you know, the Ravens that kept the score down, kept the score low up until five minutes remaining. But for the most part, I, I thought our defensive line did an absolutely – outstanding job um just containing baltimore and not letting them you know rip off big plays um uh, you know it's it's funny and it's always hindsight but you, you wondered how you know just how well they played in that first half without miles garrett what that would have looked like with him and you know i i venture to say it probably would have looked a little bit similar to that first game against the Ravens that we won. So I, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying we would have won the game if we had had Miles Garrett, but I, I think it would have made a, a big difference. And if I'm a team um, in the AFC that's going to be facing the, um, you know, the Ravens in the playoffs, I gotta say, I, if I was one of those teams, I would be looking at the film of these two Browns games against the Ravens because, for as bad as this season has been. We have definitely had the Ravens figured out at, at least, um, you, you know, the first game, the whole entire game, and then this past game for at least the first one and a half quarters. Um, so, you, you know, I, hey, I got to give credit where credit's due. I'm not sure why we play the way we play against Baltimore, but but certainly you got to give them credit for that first quarter and a half. We did an amazing job of, of containing them. Uh, I mean, I really thought they were going to, come out of the gate and just blow our doors off and they didn't so kudos for that but then we lost <laughs> yeah and I'm in the same boat I mean the the defense for that first part of the game you know really came out strong and was looking like hey they're gonna give us something to cheer about and then it just fell apart there right at the end um of the of the first half I mean it wasn't even the last five minutes I guess I mean I guess you know, it was it was essentially the last two minutes. <laughs> they put up 14 points on us, and and then we just couldn't come back. And they come out and put that touchdown up, go up 21 to six or early in the third, or halfway through the third. And at that point, I think every Browns fan pretty much knew that 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 was over and the season was yeah. over. So I would agree, though, if you if you're playing the Ravens in the playoffs, if you win that wild card game and you're you're headed to Baltimore for that divisional round game, you better look at these two tapes because they did play really well for the first, you know, obviously the whole 60 minutes of the first game and essentially the first 30 minutes, um, or I guess first 29 or 28 ish minutes of, of the second game. So, so yeah, kudos to them from that standpoint. 
now we're facing the Bengals. Okay, the Bengals are guaranteed the number one pick in the draft. I think everybody thinks uh, it's going to be Joe Burrow. I guess we'll find out shortly how well he plays in the uh, college football playoff games. But for now, they got Andy Dalton, and they're facing the Browns. What do you think the game outcome, game play is going to look like for this one? And if I'm the Browns, I don't even know. I mean, you want Chubb out there because you want him to get the rushing title. But do I really want to play everybody and, and risk any kind of injury? Uh, you know, at, at this point, I think I think all bets are off in regards to uh, sitting people down. I, I, you know, at least that that's my thinking. I, you know, I get that, and um, you, you know, I understand why you'd want to maybe shelve a guy or sit him down. But at the, at the end of the day, we're, we're talking one game here. When you look at how long this season it you know has been. I mean, really, what are you doing by shelving a guy for the last game? I mean, heck, the way we run him, we're talking maybe 10 carries, uh, depending on how the coach wakes up. Um, I, I, <laughs> I think probably for the Browns, you know, the worst thing that could have happened was Cincinnati being put in a position where this game, um, you know, winning this game will not affect their draft status. And and, and I honestly believe, and, and I know I went into last week's game confident that we were going to lose – to Baltimore and I think I had said we'll lose to Baltimore and if we do we have a good chance of losing to Cincinnati I see this as a game if 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 I'm if I'm Andy Dalton you got to expect out of Andy Dalton the best that he's got so if you're on defense this week you got to know that Andy Dalton's going out there with a chip on his shoulder something to prove his last hurrah or whatever because because Joe Burrow is going to Cincinnati they would I mean it would have to be just a complete mental collapse in that organization <laughs> for them not to, I mean, he's just, it's well, a story book, you know, fin, hey, you know if there's, it, you'd have to take that pick. Yeah. But if there's two but, teams, uh, I'm not putting anything past it's, it's the Browns and the the Bengals, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I, I don't know. I'm hoping, I hope for the people of Cincinnati that they get the kid. Cause he's, I wasn't really sold on him until that Heisman speech. And, and I guess, you know, that's one of those things where you can watch the tape and the kid could be whatever he is on the field. But that off-the-field stuff, um, that's what you're looking for in a leader. And that kid, everything that that kid said and the way he acted and the emotions, I, I mean, that's a kid. You go all in on that kid. Um, you, you have to. And um, I I feel sorry for the kid that it is Cincinnati that's going to get him. But, uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> hey, what the heck. I mean, you, you know, I, like I said, hopefully – He's a guy that turns that organization around. Because ideally, you know, as a Browns fan, as much as we, you know, we bash these other teams, you you want, uh, I would hope you would want in your heart of hearts for all the teams in our division to be good and competitive so that we can finally get back to watching good football. It's been a long time since we've been able to watch a well-rounded, um, you know, division. And it'd be good to see. I, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I, I do have... I do have doubts that uh, the Browns are going to show up for this game. Um, I just feel like the the wind left their sails those last two minutes of the second quarter, and I think that's going to carry over to this game. Uh, they've, they've, well, I think they've they left in Arizona. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but definitely they're done. I, I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Freddie Kitchens delivering any kind of uh, inspiring speech before they run out that tunnel. That's going to turn this thing around. Um, they're, no, they're win one for him. the kitchens. 
No, they're done with him. They're done with this season. The, the way he was berated by his players on the sideline that last game is, is if there was any doubt in anyone's mind, um, that should let you know that he is he's done. I mean, he's absolutely done. He has lost the players. Um, he's got to be gone. So um, I don't see anybody winning for him. I think, you know, as far as guys like Chubb shutting them down to save them, I think some of these guys on the team, and I don't think it'll be a Nick Chubb, will be shutting themselves down. Um, I just, that's the way I see it. So, Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I, I think they're probably going to run Chubb out there because I think, you know, he's going to want the rushing title. I mean, it, it's, you know, as much as people say, hey, it's always about the team and all that stuff. Hey, you know, some of those things are nice to get as an individual. And when you're a young player and, you know, especially in that running back position where, you know, they're fungible assets at this point where people are just turning them over all the time and people aren't paying what they need to pay for them. To have a couple things like that in your in your bank where it's like, hey, you know, I had the rushing title this year. You know, I just hope they don't run him out because um, it's really not that important of a game. I hope he gets enough yards where he can, you know, he's already, I think, 80 yards ahead of McCaffrey. Um, so unless McCaffrey goes nuts, and I can't imagine Carolina playing him a ton either because they're in a similar situation where it's a meaningless game and you don't want to get those guys who are key to your future um, in trouble. So well, actually he's 90 yards or 88 yards ahead of uh, McCaffrey at this point, and, and Henry would have to go for 130 um, to pass him. So I think – I think he's safe even if you run him out there for the first quarter and hopefully Chubb can get that. I agree with you on the – I don't even know. Freddie Kitchens, I don't know what he's going to say to those guys in that locker room. And and I don't think anybody's listening. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so what do you I, think I, the score is going to be given all of that? And I agree with you on Andy Dalton too. I think he's in there. He knows that this is his last game in Cincinnati. The fans, I thought, have treated him well for the most part during his career. I think he 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 likes that city. I think the fans enjoy him. You know, it's it's been a tough time for them, obviously, with the playoff losses and then just some awful teams as well those last few years. But he's going to be a solid backup for somebody next season. But what do you see yeah. for, for this Sunday? Well, you know, going back to what you said about um... – about Chubb, you know, I think he's a guy, and I don't know, you know, I don't know what kind of rapport these players have with the coaches. And it's funny, I'm going to say this. Um, you know, I'm speaking for Chubb in the last game. However, I think both in you and I agree, he probably could have sat this game with a very comfortable lead um, in regards to the rushing title if they had played him the way he needed and deserved to be played. I mean, I've said all along, if you look at how many yards he has this year and how many games did we talk about um, the fact that Nick Chubb was underutilized all season. I mean, this kid is, you know, and I could, we can speculate whatever, but, uh, you know, to me, this is a kid that should have, he should be going for a 2,000-yard season right now. He should be going for rushing records right now. And um, the, the fact that he's only 80 yards ahead, um, I, I see him as, you know, this is kind of like that Ted Williams situation, right? Where, where uh, you know, Williams went in the last game of the season with a, a 400 average and the coach wanted him to sit down and he refused to. I mean, I think Nick Chubb's that kind of guy. 
I don't, I, I know it matters to him, but he, it doesn't matter to him the getting hurt or any of that other nonsense. I think he's going to want to go out there and finish this season because he is the one guy on this team that you can say has showed up for every single game and, and has played start to finish. Now, they may not have used him start to finish the way they should have, <laughs> but he has played every down. Uh, he's never He's never taken a down off. Never taken a down off. And and going into a game where I'm speculating you're going to have two star wide receivers who are going to continue to be whining, uh, you you may need to stick with the rushing game solely because those guys may have been checked out. Um, So, yeah, I see see him having having a great game. I see Andy Dalton having a great game. Um, I, I, I don't see our defense. I think our defense after last week, um, I mean, I don't know. I think that their heart got ripped out of them those last two minutes. I mean, to, to play as well as they played for as long as they did in that first half, and to hold them to you know hold hold them back to where they had no points. And you're up six, you know, thanks to your kicker missing the extra point. We'll get back to that hey, later. Hey. Um, but but then to, to hold them and play that well, and then all of a sudden you're going to the locker room and and now you're down eight points. I mean that's got to be that that's soul crushing. I mean, it, it, and I don't know how a team bounces back from that. I, it, you know, I, I just don't. I don't see them playing well. So I, I, I see it. It be it'll be a close game only because, as great as Andy Dalton is, I, I'm not sure how great the cast of characters around him is. But um, I, I see it being a close game. But I don't see us winning this game. I, I honestly don't. And I think it'll be the final, final nail in the coffin for Freddie Kitchens. He has to be let go. I don't know if it'll be Monday, but my God, I mean, if you look at the the history of this ownership, I mean, they could barely wait to get off of the bus, um, you know, from Pittsburgh before they they fired Shudzinski. And he was a hell of a lot better coach than Freddie Kitchens. I mean, hey, I'm on the bring back Chud bandwagon here, man. Bring the guy back. Well, you, you know, give, give him a, give him a second run. Yeah, if hey, trust me. If you if you want to if you want to do, uh, I don't know how much you'll win back the fans, but if you want to win back the building, um, I think it was probably it would probably be the thing to do. I, I guess it would be the thing to do. I'm not really sure how many people in the building. Uh, or even old enough to remember Chud. Uh, I mean, uh, so it's uh, it, you know, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, I I just don't like I said. It, it, Freddie's got to be gone. He has to be gone. If it were me in my perfect world, um, I think Dorsey would have to be gone too. I don't think that's going to happen. But the thing is, if you think about it from the um, from the aspect of who are we going to bring in next, I almost think. Firing Dorsey is more important than firing Kitchens because when I hear some of the names that are being thrown about, um, once again, it's you know, I don't know how many times Bill Cowers bought that house in Strongsville, but um, when you start hearing <laughs> these big names that are thrown out there, can can you honestly? Does anyone honestly believe that a high end coach of the caliber that some people are talking about is going to come in here? to be the savior of this organization and they're going to allow John Dorsey to be calling the shots. It goes back to the old uh, parcels, you know, you, you want me to cook dinner, but you don't want me to get the groceries. I think if you're bringing somebody in here, that's high end, 
it, it, they're not going to want him to be making the picks. And, and but I even just even like, there, who's who's high end? I mean, really, at this point, I mean, there's not a lot of great guys that are on the market, even because well, we we know Cowher's not coming back, right? No, I mean, Gruden was the talk, and we you knew you saw how that worked out, and everybody knew how that no. was going to work out, and who's high caliber. That's the thing. And and so you're going to, are they going to take another flyer on a coach who has no head coaching experience? Are they going to bring in McCarthy? Or are they going to bring in Garrett? And we can get all into that once the, the season's wrapped, but I don't even know if there's necessarily anybody high end that you could get, but I agree that whoever you get might not necessarily want Dorsey there. So you're, you're, you're going to be stuck either way. Yeah. So yeah. And it's funny too, uh, you know, and I know we, we will save the, we still got to wait for the rest of the chips to fall. Who knows how many other people are going to get fired here? But when I hear the, um, you know, the Josh McDaniels rumor, uh, that's the one that probably makes me laugh the most. Because I mean, once again, you're trying to build an organization based on some sort of character, and you've got a guy who's who's left a pretty good job for a job in Denver. Um, got let go there after two years. Then he took a job and then quit that job before he even showed up for the job. And it, I mean, so th- that's a guy. You're well, so did to the guy. So did the guy who they're uh, basing his hiring on. Don't forget that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> it's. I, I mean, I, I, I just, I just don't know. And, and, and you know, I keep hearing, well, so and so is a friend of the family. So and so is a friend of the family. Hey, there's no bigger quote-unquote, friend of the family than Peyton Manning. And we heard how he was going to come in here and save this place. But you know what? Peyton Manning's got a brain in his head, and that's why that guy is not – he's never even stepped foot in the building. I mean, so this whole notion that, um, you know, we're going to bring somebody in here, uh, you know, I think people need to start being a little bit more realistic and realize that, we have dug a hole that is so big, it's going to take us forever to get out of this. And the only way we're going to leap out of it is if we just get lucky and we just hire some schmuck who ends up becoming magical. Um, because right now, I don't see a big-name person coming here. No, I, I mean, the, the organization, we're going to be paying three coaches again. We're, we're back to that. Yeah, we're, that's great for my season. tax dollars in Berea. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's just... I don't know. So whatever. Uh, but to get back to the game that we're about to lose, we're about to lose the game. So <laughs> let's, let's bring it back to that. I, I see us not playing well on offense. Um, thanks to the fact that we're not going to have, I don't think we're going to have all of our weapons uh, fully focused. I do see Nick Chubb showing up. I do see Nick Chubb as the, the rushing champ. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate that that, that piece of the puzzle wasn't the thing that put us over the top to get back into the playoffs this year. That should have been the story this year. And I, I said that back when we brought Odell in, that, that I thought that was a big mistake. If you if you go back, and I know you know hindsight's twenty twenty, but think about it. You go back and you look at the pieces that we gave up to bring Odell here, and then the production we've gotten out of Odell, don't you think we would have been so much better off if we had kept our offensive linemen, um, and, and we had just built the team around the running game. I mean, my God, you, you could have rode Chubb hard for the first half of the season, and you knew you had Hunt coming. I mean, this offense should have been a run-first offense with the, with the weapons we had, and it just didn't happen. And it, it's it's sad because it's a wasted year 
on the contracts of all those guys. And, and now we're stuck with a, you know, a quote-unquote star who doesn't want to be here. I'm not convinced, no matter what he says on TV, that he wants to be here. Um, yeah. He doesn't. Um, so pff, here we are, you know. Yeah. Merry Christmas. No, I agree. I agree. So, all right, well, we'll wrap it up. I'll agree with you that there's not going to be uh, – it's probably not going to be a happy Sunday. I'm going to say maybe we eke one out. I'm going to say, what, 7-3, to three, uh, Browns win. Um, what do you got? I got I got Andy Dalton throwing for three hundred yards, Ooh. two touchdowns at least. All right, what's the final? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twenty one uh, twenty one twelve. We'll miss two extra points this week. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Or maybe we'll or, or maybe we'll go for two on the first one. Hey, we had some field goals. <laughs> yeah, we had some field goals. Uh, yeah. and all right so we'll take it from there next time we'll see you it'll probably be uh 2020 maybe or close to it so thanks for tuning in with us browns backers and i'm gonna throw one out throw a grenade out there for you tony before we depart bob stoops next head coach cleveland browns Ugh. that's my grenade <laughs> no all right all, all right. right hey if it happens it'd be great he's good people so he's an ohio guy yeah, he'll he'll come to where coaches come to die. Hey, he's already you know he's already <laughs> kind of done his thing. So what difference does it make? We'll put some more money. Yeah, well, well, you might as well get paid. I mean, the only hope there is that uh, maybe he hires us on as consultants <laughs> after listening to our <laughs> podcast. There you go. All right, Tony. Well, I'll All talk right. to you later, man. All right, uh, Chub check and happy new year. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.